Hey everyone, welcome to the Horror PSA presented by Scary Nerd, and as always, we are your hosts. I'm Paul. I'm Saul. And I'm Angie. The following is a public service announcement. A troubled evangelical minister agrees to let his last exorcism be filmed by a documentary crew. That's right. We watched the 2010 film, The Last Exorcism. Yes, we did. And I picked this one because I love this movie because when I first saw it, it surprised me. I was pleasantly surprised by this found footage. I was too. And I think think it's 2010, right? Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of found footage films are coming out. It's kind of, I feel like this one got lost in the mix because you're like, oh, just, you know, another found footage film. Hooray, whatever. We've all seen it before. But it was pleasantly surprising yeah. the first time I watched it. And I was like, you know, it fell through the cracks because you were just yeah. so used to all the other ones that it just drowned it out. And you're like, you know, don't care anymore. The thing that I remember most about this movie was the trailer when she starts doing that weird contortion. Oh, yeah. When she goes backwards. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They really played that. up. I remember, I remember that. Yeah. They really played that up in the trailer. And mm-hmm. then when you watch the movie, like it happened like once. Yeah. yeah. Twice. And, maybe. Well, yeah. and I think this one came out around the same time as the haunting of like Molly Hartley or something. Yeah. yeah there so was they were like, like really close together. Yeah. There was like the Molly Hartley one. There was like oh, Emily Rose. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like they were all like, that's what I'm saying. Like they all just kind of got drowned out with each other. She's like, well, I saw Molly Hartley, I don't need to see Emily Rose, or I need to see this one. Yeah. yeah, but this one was actually really good. I mean, it had great actors. It had a great story. We had lore. We had gore. Yes. We had everything. The thing that I really liked about this movie was how much they made you hate Cotton in the beginning. Oh, yeah. They do their legwork, yep. Because not only was he an invalid... In- Devout? No. The the type of preacher he was. An inv- evangelical. Evangelical. There you, there go. you go. He was one of those. He was playing it up. And to me, it was like, this guy's just playing the crummy con sale oil, oil snakesman, snakes salesman yes. type person. It's funny. I just finished reading Stephen King's The Revival. Yeah. And there's a character, there's a preacher character that is, it's like that. That he thing, he's got the, you know, the big, uh, like, yeah, the way just, Stephen King describes it is he's out in the desert, you know, he in just his kept, tent, and he's got the snakes, oh, and yeah. he's playing for the rubes, like, and that's basically playing, the like same. the end of the blob. Yeah. yeah he, just kept play, he kept playing that up, and I'm like, okay, this guy's just a con man, he's stealing people out of his money, but yet he's claiming to be a man of faith, which mm-hmm. is going completely against everything. Uh, that's, that's what I enjoyed about his I character. I did, too. I, I was like, loved it. Uh, the banana bread sermon. Yes. I was like, yes. No, I wrote yes. down, I'm like, he is a spiritual magician. Mm-hmm. He's literally doing card tricks. And then I wrote down, he trunks them for yeah. 10 bucks. And what I mean by trunks them, there's an old like used car salesman thing like where you make bets if you can get people if you buy like get them to buy a car and you yeah. get them to get into the trunk like gotcha. that's a side bet like salesmen have so if you've ever been trunked yeah, yeah. someone made money off of your dumb ass yeah but that's the that's the one thing i took about him as is like the first beginning of it you see him doing all these things you're like he's just a, a snake consman yeah he's a he con is. man and then the other oh thing yeah that, when they show you that like he was a child preacher yeah. and like all his backstory i was like oh gross and then <laughs> they're, they're, but they're all con people it's no they different are, yeah. the thing that just kept adding on to his character even more so is he wore the oversized suit oh yeah mm-hmm. and then he that's the only thing that he wore and it kept getting wrinkly i'm like is that the only thing he's packing for this thing well you think humidity, he says man. no he literally says you have to dress the part man yes. yeah Oh, you're yeah, not gonna get people. That. You're not gonna get people to fork over that kind of cash for a quote unquote exorcism if you're dressed in jeans and a t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta look the part. I mean, there's 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 a way to do a con. Yeah, well, yeah he knows how to his, do it, man. He's got his old ass book like, of I'm, demons. He's yeah, good the, oh, I wrote it down. It was called the uh, whatever it was. Uh, but I understand that fact. But the thing is, though, it's like okay, you're gonna play the part. Don't you think you'd have a couple more suits than a just the more, one? Just the one. The yeah, Hortus Delicarum. Okay, but to that. To that point, to your making, Saul, his con doesn't take more than one day. His True. plan was to get in, get out, get the money. Documentary's over. He could move on, go sell real estate or whatever the fuck he wanted to do after that. Because I wrote down, I'm like, the Lord pays well, but he doesn't have benefits, apparently. That's right. Yeah. He doesn't have health insurance. <laughs> I really liked the fact how we got a couple different false endings. Oh, yeah. Because they leave. They do the exorcism, and they leave, and they yeah. go back to the hotel, and they're, you would just think, oh, okay, good night. Everything went happy today. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, we just get a shot of the boom chick, Iris, running yeah. across yeah. the, the hotel. We're like, what the fuck is going on? And then it, it's so like brilliantly executed how it's just like a sweeping shot 
across yeah. the window and you see her sitting there you're like what the fuck is she doing there because yeah. you know something's going on but yeah. the fact that nell showed up out of nowhere is fucking creepy and not knowing how to find them yeah because even cops but, like yeah. how would she know like it's well, like five one, miles yeah, well there's one the hotel thing. i mean they're, they're the super eight down the road that's, that's the closest they place man stopped down the road and didn't yeah. say we're gonna go a little further because yeah, we have okay. so far to go because i've done that but when they were leaving and uh, the dad was like, you sure you don't want to stay? He's like, no, we're just going to go up the road and find a place. So it yeah. sounded like it was kind of late at night. They're like, we're just going to go find the nearest hotel and I just don't know, pass but out, She man. still walked five miles. Yeah, whatever it was, she still That's walked five miles. That's demon power. That's not on Nell. But, uh, I also loved how he threw the godfish on the back of the van before yes. they oh, okay. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, let's get back to his, uh, his con man ways. Because I, I love the fact that when the documentary chick... Um, it's Iris, but I don't know. I call her Miss Arise. Like, I don't know. Miss Arise, yeah. Yes. Um, but when Arise is talking to the little boy and she's like, do you believe in it? And he just kind of has that smile and he's like, shh. Yeah. I was like, yeah. don't fuck up our gravy train, bitch. Like, yeah, I know. Stop asking. Like, he yeah. had that smile. That's the thing. Is like when you get introduced to it and when they have the little boy thing and then you slowly start seeing the turn on what it actually, what he actually is. I'm like, okay, those little boys in on it. They're all in on it. I'm like, okay, that's that's their ruse. That's the ruse that they're pulling on these people. I mean, at this point, it's just like, hey, daddy's got to go to work. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Oh, it's no different than, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I never watched that show Shameless, but I've heard things. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the thing about him, I think, I think it was funny that Reverend Cotton, it was like, um, my kid was uh, sick and then we took him to the hospital and he got better. And then I realized, wow, God's not real. Yeah, and I'm like, well, that's really all it was. Like, at no point did you ever really believe in any of that. Then it was really just this oh, is a way to make money. Well, and I and believe we know how. I think that's because he started so young. When kids start that, young, oh yeah, they, they don't know the difference. Yeah. yeah, they don't know the difference between reality and. Oh well, yeah, he didn't know that he was conning people. He was no. like, oh, this is what everyone does. Like, I think it was one of those things where he's like, even though we're doing the con, like. uh he didn't realize he was in on the con as a young kid. And then as you kind of go further into it, like you get into the tricks of the trade with like oh, yeah. when he gets that smoking crucifix oh, yes. at the end and, oh, and all plus, that shit. They've, they've just started doing studies on like religious abuse and you can, you can put a bunch of people in a room like that and rile them up and actually induce like panic attacks or spiritual feelings, yeah. but it's all a body like, like speaking, freaking out. Speaking in tongues. Yeah. <laughs> well, way, no, okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Saul. The way I, I... Okay. So the way you were talking about is how you slowly started getting laid in on the con, how he didn't realize it from being at a young age that was in on it. The way I kind of compare that to is to the Santa Claus thing. Like you're made to believe all of this, and then when you start getting older and you start realizing, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, all I get the, it. everything yeah. everything starts falling into place. Like, now, okay, now you're part of the con. You now you're part of the con because everything makes sense. To <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, now I know why they wanted me to go to bed early. Now I know why they wanted me to do this. Now I know why they asked me what I told Santa. And then you're like, okay, everything starts adding up and everything starts clicking. You're like, okay, that's what it is. I'm part of the secret now. Let's not let it out and keep going with it. Yeah, and tell your son get sick and then you're like ah shit there's a <laughs> i i studied native american religion uh, in a few classes uh in in college and there was a i don't know the tribe but there's a native american tribe where they had like a santa claus thing like that but yeah. it was their what they would call their gods mm-hmm. and like every so often their gods would come to visit them and they were on these big masks and you couldn't see the gods so you had yeah. to just see them in these robes and these masks and when you get to a certain age you find out the secret that it's just the elder men in the in the yeah. tribe and to get initiated they beat the shit out of you and it's like <laughs> oh, you shit. can't tell anyone to break the secret or people will know that these aren't the gods so they beat the shit out of you as part of the initiation of now you're able to take a turn as being one of the gods for the little children oh. so yeah it's, it's it could have been worse i guess people are awful yeah <laughs> <laughs> The things that people go through to keep secrets. Oh, and I love the line where uh, when they're talking about exorcisms and he's like, exorcisms are done by people all over the world, which is true because we saw the ones um, in that uh, Carpenter, not Carpenter, Craven film. Yeah. The Serpent in the Rainbow. Yeah. 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 Serpent in yeah, so the Rainbow. There's the, those, those, uh, Africa those, does a lot of Those Indonesian ones we were watching. Is yeah. May the Devil Take You. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Everybody, everybody in the world, all religions have some form of exorcism or possession yeah. or, or something like that. So, yeah, I love how he's like, Catholics get the press because they got the movie. We did that yeah. movie, hey. The Exorcist. Yeah, <laughs> 
That's true. That's what you think. That's what people think of automatically. Yep. Um, they and think I, of Catholic religion. They can think of the Vatican. They're like, oh, we have to. Because it's always in movies. Like, we have to send it to the Vatican. Or we have to yeah. send it to Rome to get yeah. approval and this and that. So. Mm-hmm. And I love the little exposition drive that they do when they're on their way to the, <laughs> the farm. And he's like, you know, all this region has been flown under six different flags. And you got different <laughs> religions, different superstitions. And I'm like, I mean, it is true. Those. Yeah. I would just call them the swampy parts of the U.S. Yeah, yeah. they're the, really, they're wa- warm and they're weird and the south. Yeah. It's definitely um, I, they, they were trying to add to the mythos of the era because they're like because I think the thing too is like this movie tried to keep you guessing oh, yeah. where what direction it was headed yeah. and I think with the false endings and everything yeah. like, there were so many like you said so many times that it's just like well this is a nice wrap up to the whole thing but you know oh shit something else is coming up I think that too was like alright is it going to be voodoo is it going to be this yeah. like, it, you know could it be the twist on it like because imagine that like you're just a regular you know evangelical Christian you know quote unquote healer or yeah. exorcist or whatever and then you get in there and it's like oh this is voodoo i don't i don't know how to deal with yeah, this shit like, I, 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 the, the egg and the water or the snakes and like i don't know what to fucking do man so well, it's like you're out of your league well to your credit the, you're right there was a lot of things where everything kind of made the twists and turns like okay where's this gonna go because i figured out pretty early on that okay she's pregnant yeah and now what's actually going on and then you have all these other things that happen it's like okay you think it's gonna go this way and then you think it's gonna go that way because they even and you have the part where iris even says well, this is incest. Yeah. Like, she's pregnant. It's incest. You can obviously tell because the brother says, don't leave her alone with, don't leave him alone with her. And then you think it's going to go that way. But then you get another twist and it just keeps, that's the thing that I appreciated about it is that it just kept you guessing on how it was actually going to finally turn out. I love all the side characters too. Like, even when they go to that gas station and they're interviewing the townspeople and they're like, yes. where's the UFO sign? She's like, oh, that's over there. And the cold I, guys are down that way. No, and I'm I just was, like, these are small town southern people. Yeah. No, but I was thinking, like, what if it was just like, this is just the fucked up town, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. if this is just the fucked up town, like, there was a cult over there. And for some reason, there's weird energy that attracts aliens. So, like, you have the fucking, you know, and it's hey, a demon if, cult that, that does alien shit too. Like, it could be a crazy ass movie putting out weird energy it's us oh, right yeah. <laughs> like if we're like hey aliens we it's us yeah. <laughs> we're the ones that are gonna get abducted okay there's a fucked up vortex that attracts demons and aliens and all kinds yeah. of shit and that's I mean, that's just what it is they're like well there was a hazardous wayside and then they were fracking and then you could who knows it oh just, that's you know, also where up, the old know, mine like, used to be that yeah, got started on fire so it's still the, burning the, under the, the ground yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because you got that lady who says that. Yeah, that lady, yeah she's literally like, it's the gates to hell right over there. Yeah. She's like, I'm like, Vince, those are literal gates of hell. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you turned on Fifth Street and there it is, right there. I love um, Caleb, the brother. Yeah. I can't remember. Landry Jones, Caleb maybe? Landry Caleb Jones. Landry Jones. Like, yeah. Yeah, Lewis and Caleb and Iris, they um, all use, use their, their first, first name. Yeah. yeah. But um, he's a really great actor. He's been in other things, too. I but remember from X-Men and Get Out. Yes. Uh, yeah. But that guy, he's so creepy, and he plays this brother. So I love when he's like, I need you to turn around. You want to do U-turn? And then you're just going to keep going back to where you came from. I was like, smooth. I wanted. Uh, <laughs> I knew he was going to do that, too. Yeah. Like, as soon as you saw him and he did that. But still, like, you see him, and he's all squirrely, and he's little, and he's like this little, you know, boy from the sticks who's got he's nothing the, to do but i was the just other one into that, it that surprised me because again you make it you they make you think it's going a certain way yeah with him you can see okay he's the older brother he's being protective of his sister because mm-hmm. that's his sister because he threatens them and says you guys do anything to her he's like oh. yeah and he brings it up the whole he's like i've heard people die in exorcism yes. so he's like he it comes off as a way he's trying to protect her from the exorcism because yeah. he knows it's not real or he's, he thinks he's it's gonna be dangerous they definitely use that character's like small townness, yes. yeah. like it as an advantage for that to yes. hide his deception. Like it's almost like he's naive, like yeah. he's just this naive little child, but it's he's yeah. not. Yeah. When uh, when Caleb threw all the like the mud pieces or whatever at the at the van, I wanted Cotton to get out and be like, "I'm gonna beat the Jesus out of you, little." <laughs> <laughs> Every time I watch this movie. Um, and things start happening, I'm all like, F and A, Cotton. F and A. <laughs> well, the, the other thing I was expecting Caleb to do is because, well, when he realized, okay, you guys are conning us. I'm on to you. I know you're not going to hurt my sister because when they do the whole thing with the Oh, yeah. With he's the like, water, I saw you. I saw, like, you, I saw what you did. In. He's like, I saw what you did. And he's like, I know what you did. 
He's like, you, he's like, you can't tell me otherwise because he told everybody to close their eyes and he was the only one that left his eyes open. Mm-hmm. And you can see on the camera, he reaches into his pocket and he does something. It's like, okay. You hear it on the... You know, oh, the yeah. Little, you hear it. And then the other thing I was expecting him to do, too, is when they were actually going to perform the exorcism when he was doing the wires and all that other stuff, mm-hmm. that I thought Caleb was going to be like, no, you guys are fuck. You guys are like, okay. And I, he was like, expose him everything. He's like, no, this is the wire. This is the speaker. This is all that stuff. I was expecting him to do that, but you didn't see any of that. So he started kind of buying into... What, what he was selling. Well, see, and I, I always took it as like, oh, he's just on to the ruse now. So yeah. he's like, okay, yeah. if this is what they need to get these people to leave, I think once this he, is what they need. Yeah, I think once he knew uh, after the whole uh, the bath or the foot water scene, yeah. I think after that he was like, all right, just do what you're going to do, get your money and get out of here and I can go on with, with yeah, our plans. Even when he comes walking back over, doesn't he say like, you're fake or you're fraud? That's you're what fraud. Yeah, that's you're what a fraud. We don't have any problems now. Yeah. Like, yeah. And he, he says that to him. They have just a one-on-one conversation. His dad's not there. His yeah. sister's not there. So I really think that he's like, all right, if, if this is just going to be the thing that needs to happen so that this they go the back end. to where they come from then yeah, i'm the fine end. with it yeah it's the end of the meme he's like do what you're gonna do because yeah. i know you're full of shit now and yeah uh, yeah but when nell appears uh at the the hotel not speaking and she's just trying to make out with iris and then pukes everywhere i'm like what is this girl uh, no i wrote down uh what I, wrote down? I wrote down i'm like um maybe she's just a really weird sleepwalker and her dad's a terrible cook and yeah. that's why she puked and then or and are all demons horny maybe uh, apparently so. and maybe, I, well, okay, well, maybe this that's was, why they uh, escape hell they're like i got to get some d or this some was um, well no, this was a <laughs> i find his, his name his name so funny like abalam abalam Abalam, Yes, like, it sounds like an old. Uh, yeah, song. so I'm like uh, Abalam the Defiler. Oh, Black Betty, Abalam. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so this one's the Defiler, right? So here's my question about the okay, because so, he got the demon right, but was the demon already there and he just identified it right, or was it something weird? Because yes, yeah, so I only, had questions about yeah, that too. Yeah, because the only reason he identified it was the water thing in the foot bath but he's the one that made it yeah. bubble and all yeah. that shit so it was like did he just invite that demon in and fuck the whole thing up but then at the same time at the end when you have uh, the other reverend guy reverend yeah. hartley or Malley or what was his name pastor Manley. pastor Manley. that's right so when pastor Manley and becky i think her name yeah, was becky why on a movie Um, that is you can see that woman in any southern town becky i really think she lives in that town town. she lives in that small louisiana town she was so sweet though even though she was later that's the that's the comedy movie we've talked about we want to make we're just like small southern people that are like hail satan baby oh my god do you get that did you get that uh, sweet tea you bring it over to the barbecue this weekend hail satan i bought some (laughs) lemon bars for y'all all All right let's pray Praise the Lord of darkness. Yeah, I mean, that would be a realistic Satan yeah. church in the southern yeah, parts of the United I, I think this would be like, if you made this movie, but it was a comedy with just all these people from the from the mm-hmm. cult point of view. Very polite We need to find people. Becky. Yes. Yes. Becky needs to be in this. I like, yeah, Becky needs to lead her own coven or something. She really does. <laughs> She's the sweetest <laughs> Satan worshiper I've ever seen. But yeah, um, even when they get those people involved in the whole thing, I'm like... Yeah, I didn't see it coming the first time with I Pastor Manley. Well, oh, this, yeah, I well, didn't see it either. Yeah, like, they that one really took me by set surprise. it up to be the here's dad. The thing, yeah. yeah, they and kept me, pointing at the dad. They kept pointing at... I even thought at the brother at yeah. one point. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, the brother as like, a, you know, uh, he molested his sister, not yeah. as the, oh, he's in the cult. Okay. Like, yeah. Once you found out there was a cult, I'm like, yeah, the brother's got to be in on it. Mm-hmm. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see any of it coming. Because the other thing is, like, you, you don't. You see that the dad takes the precautions because he pulls her from... What is it? The school that they were at, and the Sunday school, the yeah. Sunday school, and then that makes me think. Okay, that's how Pastor Manley got to the brother. Yeah, but but see, and, and although although it also makes me think in this movie, like what was what was accurate and what was not, yeah. because you get all these different opinions, like oh. He, he pulled her out of the school because he says, you know, our Christian music, you know, wasn't Christian enough or whatever. Yeah. And that's just, you know, the reason that he's giving. So obviously making the dad look more crazy. Yeah. And then you have the brother that's like, oh, he's an alcoholic and, you know, this and that. And, you know, he's just a drunk and this and that. Leave the so you have but, like yeah. all these people that are just that, you know, come to find out are in on it yeah. you know, at the end. Well, they're giving you all these reasons. And that was like, so as much as Cotton is a con man, he also got conned by oh, these yeah. people. Oh, yeah. Well, the whole 
story. I mean, the death of the mom hitting the whole family yeah. hard. I mean, they were definitely rife for the kind of setup that happens in exorcisms when they go oh, bad, yeah. you know, crazy stuff, people's mental health going yeah. down, oh, yeah. like that kind of stuff. So Cotton really does want to help. Uh, no, he really yeah. does. He, yeah. His whole situation is we should get her psychiatric help. We should take her to the hospital. Like even when she shows up at the hotel, yeah. they take her to the hospital. Yeah. So like he's always focused on now. Even when he uh, agrees to do the second exorcism, um, I, I really think it's just like he because I think he has a line that's kind of alluding to the fact that he's like she's gonna he's gonna kill her like well she well, he's well, standing there with the said. gun well yeah because well, yeah. it's like I have to do it like what other choice do I have and Nell is like kill me daddy kill me like yeah. she because says they even that said that uh, when they did the, the the research possession or the demon possession like yeah. all about the only salvation is death yeah, yeah. the only salvation is death he's like what. Yeah. And an exorcism for fifty nine ninety five. <laughs> but after they get back from the hospital, uh, Nell fucking knifes her brother. Oh yeah, just right in the face. face. Yeah, I was like, shit. Do we know that though? We don't know that for sure, but she says that she did it. So well, she had the knife in her hand. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna play uh, Abilam's advocate here for a second. Uh, Caleb is in on it, yeah. and we know that. At this point, we don't know that in the movie. Yeah. She's going crazy. Nell is actually, you know, going crazy because of having the demon yeah. her back and forth. And she was waking up with blood, doesn't remember shit. Because, uh, and let me just say to the actress that played Nell, like, amazing job. Oh, yeah. Yes. Because oh, she good. plays um, she plays the homeschool kind of religious person girl. girl. Yeah. She plays that to a T. Like, yeah. that is the sweet little naive girl you'd expect in a small southern town that's homeschooled right yeah. and then she plays the other parts great as well like she flips it and it's amazing but um she's going crazy as Nell with this demon thing and caleb could have just cut himself blamed it on her and then all he had to say was yeah she doesn't remember dad or he doesn't say shit because he cut himself yeah. or whatever yeah. but he could have totally just blamed that on her and just made it seem like she's crazy in order for them to be able to leave and get the dad out of the house. I think obviously it was his ultimate goal with yeah. the note and everything. Mm. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, but then uh, when he does leave to take Caleb to the hospital, that's when we get that note, like, don't leave her alone with him. Yes. And uh, dad has chained Nell to the bed. Oh. And then we get a really good picture of uh, a really good shot of uh, I roll Jesus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is he supposed to be rolling his eyes? I what don't is he know. Doing? I, I, that picture, I'm always, yeah, it's always like, it's like, ugh, yeah, Jesus. Like, ugh. Oh, been, there's another been picture. crucified again. No, it, it reminds me of the Robert Downey Jr. meme where he's rolling his yes. eyes from Avengers. Yes. It's the same exact it's look. Like, Jesus' face, eye roll, yeah. Uh. And then again, the other thing that I say is this is another movie again where they live in a fucking huge ass fucking house. In the middle of nothing. In the middle of nothing. Mm -hmm. Seriously. Uh, when they hear that baby cry and they're like, they go up and they just see Nell standing in the, the hallway. Nope. Yeah. Nope. I'm like, I, I heard a baby cry. Out. If there ain't a baby here, we leaving. Like. Oh. <laughs> Or the other thing, too. The with first time I was like, did Nell give birth? What the fuck? I know. Like, how far along is she? <laughs> the thing with me was with Daniel, when I started with him, when he was like, uh, he's drawing pictures of me without my head. Oh, I yeah. loved it. I loved how Iris had her little boomstick. Yeah. <laughs> is that like, me with my boom? Yeah. He's like, you're <laughs> like butchered. You my head is like, my head, I've been decapitated. We should leave. I drew some of you dying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I, I, we, we need to write a, an article or get a collection of like the characters that are like, nope, I just want to go home. I just yeah. want to go because uh, we we were listening the to smartest characters like, in the, horror. The, no, the the guy in Congo. Remember, oh yeah. Like, the assistant <laughs> guy, like, I just want to go home. I want to go home. <laughs> and then Daniel's like, I need to leave. Like, yes. We know. I like. No. I a picture with my head gone. Yes. Yeah. There's no. There is no job that is worth me especially, getting decapitated. Especially because they see that cat photo right next to yeah. it, right? And then yes. she murders the white cat in a you very similar way. Yes. Like, you no see peace. Her do it. Yeah. Peace. I'm out. And I love that how they're like, we're all tired. Let's just take a nap. Let's just go to sleep for an hour. And no, then the camera no. just pops. Back no. Out. Oh, I know. I'm that, sure I was not. like, no, because I was like, he's like, let's just take a break. And I thought, okay, we're just going to turn the camera off. We're all going to just collect our thoughts. And then when it turns on and you see, like, Nell's just roaming around, I'm like, what the fuck? Why? Oh, I know. Why would you take a nap? Like, yes. yeah, I just. Shifts, after, guys. Yeah, shifts. No, not, okay. Well, I'm hoping it was shifts because uh, Iris comes up later. He's like, what are you doing? Yeah. So, I mean, glad that someone was smart enough yeah. so to not take fucking pass out or whatever. But obviously, the cameraman fell asleep, too. If mm -hmm. he, she just grabbed the camera or whatever. But, um, 
Yeah, I'm like, you just heard a fucking baby cry. The whole time I was like, you know, they found her chained up and they were like, oh my God, chained her up. And then they, they get her out. After the baby crying scene, I was like, chain that bitch back up and mm-hmm. get the fuck yeah. out of there. Chain her back up. There's a reason yep. she was chained up. Get, get the hell out mm-hmm. of this house. Yep. Oh. And then the lights keep coming on and off. I, I love it because it does make you like whenever the lights go off in a, fa- a found footage film, it always, you know, discombobulates the viewer more You're like because oh, yeah. you can't see, Something's you know, right outside the immediate light shine. But um, I love when Nell tries to Nell tries to knife the reverend. Like she really goes after she cuts his just his hand, but she tries. Yeah. She tries. Yeah, she's a full Abilam. Yeah. And then they chain her up and put her in the barn. Because that's what what Cotton comes back at some point and says, "You guys are either doing another exorcism." You mean Lewis? L- yeah, Lewis. Lewis is the dad. Oh no! Yeah, my bad. Lewis, my bad. Yeah, yeah, Lewis, Lewis. Lewis comes back and he gives them an ultimatum: either A, you do another exorcism, or B, I am shooting you I guys. Kill her. <laughs> I kill her. I kill her and you. And you have you. five minutes to get off my property, or you're trespassers. Yes. Meaning, I can murder you freely. <laughs> Uh, shout out to the nurse in the hospital. Also, wasn't fucking around. No, she wasn't. Oh, no. Yeah, she, she didn't like, give no fuck. Turn that fucking camera uh, on. Caleb now. didn't either. Caleb's like, I don't care if the cameras are recording. Yeah, I that, will murder your ass if you hurt my see, sister. See that? That too. I think because uh, Dan has a point. Because he Dan was just fed up at yeah. that point. Yeah. You know, as the camera guy's like, look, that guy said, I don't care. The fucking camera guy. And he looked in the camera. I don't care if he's there. Fucking murder all of you. Mm-hmm. And then now there's drawings of me being decapitated. And hey, I am out. There are certain situations or certain regions where you're just like, this ain't my jam. Yeah. I yeah. am in danger. <laughs> I need to get yeah, out of here. I, my first clue was when they get to the thing and Caleb starts chucking rocks at him. Like, there's no reason to be like, okay, my ass is gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, for me it was the baby cry i'm like nope peace there ain't no baby here i yeah. can't hear it. i can't see no baby and, she had a doll we heard some was, baby cries i'm yeah, out no, no no yeah the baby crying and then they put her back in the bed and then later when they go and she's having the conversation and they're like i swear there's two people in there yeah nope no and daniel's like there is two people in there and then they open the door he's like i swear there's two people i'm like no daniel go home yes daniel daniel needs trust to go your home. instincts yes. yeah uh, but when they take her back into the barn to do the second exorcism after Cotton's like, fine, don't kill her. I'll do another one. Um, I put Nell is really is into some weird yoga. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the thing that was funny about that, though, is Demon Ab- Abalam, whatever the hell his name is, starts saying, he's like, if you can stay quiet for 10 seconds, I will leave her. Oh, and he starts breaking the fingers. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I'm like, that's, I'm like, oh, that's, that's clever. Yeah, that is clever. That's a way to go, man. But could you trust him, though? Oh, no. No, no, no. no. There's no point in waiting till 10. No, you don't. Tr- yeah, you don't trust him. And and that whole thing was designed to not have him be quiet. I, uh, I loved uh, Reverend Cotton's uh, whole kit of stuff. That oh, he had yeah. there. His the, exorcism uh, kit? Yeah, the... Um, An exercise the, and we will go. Was it like rings or something that he had that he was like, you put a nine volt battery and then yeah. you run mm-hmm. the, I'm like, so basically like mini shock treatment yeah. is basically what the fuck you're doing? Yes. Like, Jesus Christ, man. Like your con is one thing up to a certain point, but if you're fucking shock treatment. Oh no, I'm, I'm fully it, convinced that's a thing that like religious evangelicals have done before. Oh, I, I have no doubts that yeah, that's I'm not sure a real that fucking little, thing. Yeah. I, I mean, that had to have come from somewhere. I mean, it's not just, the, you know, yeah. the cross. Yeah, all yeah. those little oh, tricks sure. of the trade to enhance your you Lord experience. Like, yeah, You think there's like a con man religious catalog you can buy this shit like a like, sky mall for like yeah, religious like, <laughs> yeah where you buy the cross like that or you're like because i mean come on he, he didn't make these things himself i mean no he had to buy them maybe he, you can get them in bulk from oriental trading company or something it's how they get all their stuff across when they do all those stupid conventions that we none of us have gone to They're that's like, oh. true Mm-hmm. They like, have their conventioning like, without the us. It's like here's the latest and greatest. Yeah, <laughs> it's like communion wafers and yeah. communion wafers. Exorcism alley. <laughs> this grape juice will make them think they're getting drunk, but it's actually just grape juice. It's like it'll show traces of this, but you can't trace that. Mm. Look, look, you have them drink this. Okay, we're in that. We're in the market for a new one of those smoking pot things, where they yeah. just swing it around and yeah, mass or mm-hmm. like. And like I understand that at the end when after they do the second exorcism, right? And Cotton's like, "What's a blowing job?" Because he thinks that he's got now. Yeah, yeah. But even after, th- and I know that he, 
his mental health probably isn't the greatest because he's been up all night. He yeah. just had a gun in his face and other things. But it, when she's telling him the story, when she's telling Lewis the story about how she supposedly got pregnant with Logan and everything, she's speaking in the third person. Yeah, I wrote that down. I'm like, why is no one questioning that? Yeah, I'm like, I get yeah. it. Like, you could say, like, she's, oh, she's just, you know, trying to disassociate from her actions yeah. or whatever. But still, that's not the sign of a healthy yeah. person. No, like, no We need to all. focus on that. And we're not just leaving the yeah. dad with Nell. Because that's what they do. I mean, they have the, the pastor or whatever come over. I was even more suspicious of Pastor Manley and Becky when they came back the second time and Lewis was just like, oh, okay. I was like, I don't know why everything that just happened or you think because your your daughter was just a normal girl, right? Because that yeah. was what he was going off of then was that she just had sex with somebody. Yeah. Why you would be just like, oh, it's okay that they come over. But like, wouldn't you still be angry with them and think that they were still a bad influence See, yeah because that's the other thing too especially once you find out that you know why is pastor manley having 16 year olds at a party well, they don't know house. that yet no but i'm saying the dad knew that yeah did so you know i would he assume no i don't think so because the dad when they were talking to cotton earlier he was like i pulled her out two years ago and i'm assuming that's the last time that lewis Okay, that that's his true. kids had any yeah. contact that's true because he did say two years ago but then if she's still going to stuff yeah so yeah. i don't think the dad okay. had any idea that's true okay but yeah i don't know like to, to your point then too like yeah he i don't know maybe he was just like um you know i took her out and now look what happened she got knocked up so maybe it was my fault for trying to keep her in the maybe. house and, yeah, for you know, sheltering her and, it, and it made her want to go do that stuff and we strayed away from god because because yes. again these these guys are he's a religious guy that's you know he believed the fucking you know exorcism sham yeah you know it had her you know had she not actually been possessed, you know, he would have believed that it was fine and gone on yeah. and she would have still been pregnant. And if, mm, if it yeah. was just, you know, a high school pregnancy thing, he would have just been like, oh, it's the demon's fault that you did it's this. It's not a demon's fault. You just got horny. But again, you get the whole thing again. It sets it in the air. It was mm -hmm. Nell Slicks. They yes. do the whole thing where you think it's going to be over because they're like, okay, we're done. We did the second exorcism. Let's oh, leave. yeah. And then they stop off at that cafe and tell the guy he's going to be a dad. I'm yeah, like, who I does that? Yeah. <laughs> And it was just so much when they're driving and he's like, fuck it, I'm turning around. And Daniel's like, no! I know, Daniel's like, just come on, girl, we'll Just let me stay at the cafe. I'm just no, going to stay at the cafe. this close to being... That's the one thing that was ridiculous because I don't even know who it was that brought it up because they're like, hey, what was that name of that cafe? And they stop there and they talk to I Logan. think Cotton does. He's yeah. like, what was the name of that cafe? And then it just like cuts to them inside talking to Logan. You know, and, and you see like, Logan and he's like, I don't even like girls. And like, oh, you guys oh, didn't get that oh, from the bracelet oh, or the yeah, earrings yeah. Like, or the... Right away, we just you, you when you first see Logan, you're like, okay, clearly this mm -hmm. is not. And I think that's obviously what they were going for in the yeah. film. Uh, yeah, and I, I really like how he's like, I met her one time at one party at Pastor, and and then I was like, ew, like yeah. no, I, I don't know. I maybe it's as just soon because, as you heard Pastor Manley's. Yes. Well, no, it's just maybe it's because of you know the whole Catholicism thing. Anytime like any pastor or religious person is having a party for children. I'm it's just like, like that no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. It's like that one. What father we had here, Father Dale? Oh yes, they want to. Yeah, the they always talk about, about him yeah. on the radio. Yeah, yeah. he's a. Yeah, he had yeah. hot tub parties. He had parties. Mm, see, yep, yeah, no, Father no, Dale. no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> if any it. older person wants to hang out with a bunch of children, it's suspect. Yeah. Y'all should be watching because adults don't even like going to kids' birthday parties. Okay, yes. <laughs> It's a tiny see, piece of see, hell that, is what see, that is. that should just be the thing. Like, and if you're not like an aunt or an uncle or a family member, yeah. but still watch them closely. Yes. Yes. Um, if you're not like a family member like that and someone's like, yeah, sure, I'll come hang out with your kid. I'm like, the fuck's wrong with yeah, you? What is wrong you, with you? Why are you, you want to hang out with you? Have you met kids? They, you know, kids they're are, terrible. They're loud. I, like, I love they're my kids. You but probably so hear them boring. in the background of our fucking podcast because they won't shut up. Right? I don't want to watch <laughs> Paw Patrol again. Nobody wants to do that. Yeah, so someone's like, yeah, bring your kids over. I'm like, what? No. Why? No, you don't want that. It's going to be loud. It's like, I have to deal with him. Mm -hmm. You don't know what I have to deal with. Have you ever had a, a weird scenario like that where an adult invited you to something or anyone like you knew? I mean, not. Uh, no, I was always a, a suspect child. So yeah. if anybody had ever tried it, been like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. What's Why do you want to hang out my, with uh, Don't be weird. Uh, I think it, my sister was in high school and she had like a, there was a, a teacher that taught summer school and he was like inviting a bunch of students to go to learn how to water ski or something oh we did have a teacher yeah. like that in my high school and he a funny story i did no homework in that class but somehow managed a c plus 
Uh, and yeah, he would invite people over. Oh yeah. And there was always a rumor that he had a crush on me, but I just was like, I'm not going to do any homework. And I barely what, uh, went to that class. What, so. uh, what, what year was this? I was a junior. Oh, then it was your boobs that got. Oh you yeah, for class. sure. It was yeah. Yeah, the I mean, hey, I got through o. high school, right? <laughs> Didn't have yes. to do anything. <laughs> Didn't have this to test nobody. This is we've got a mad gate situation at this high yes. school. Yes, don't let your kids go to a teacher's house. That's weird. Yeah. Any adult wants to hang out with your kids. It's fucking weird. There was <laughs> a there was a when I was little, the, my parents still made me go to like uh, like Bible study or like you know mm. Wednesday night, you know, youth. Shit, I don't know if I can call it anymore. But we don't want to watch our kids on Wednesday night. Uh, we, we don't want to <laughs> We don't want to watch our kids on Wednesday night, and the church has a thing that yep. they'll watch them for a few hours. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, pretty is. much. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was one uh, that this lady wanted us to go pray at somebody's house, and I'm like, that sounds fucking weird. I'm like, yeah. I don't know these people. I, I know. Even, I remember I don't getting pray invited. At my house. I like, remember getting invited to that stupid like we're gonna play a, uh, pray at the flagpole. And I'm like, why? Uh, why are we doing that? It's fucking weird. I, I don't never, do that. I don't. I don't remember if that was a thing when. I was in high school. I remember, I don't like remember once. hearing about it, or I remember it like once, and like all the the super. And I grew up in Iowa, so there were a lot of super oh, yeah. Christians around, and they're like, "Oh, you're gonna come to I was like, "Why? Why would I do that? That sounds stupid." Is that like an antenna for something? I was I always thought church like, was the antenna. <laughs> what, what the fuck, man? It's very weird growing up as an atheist as a child, especially Ooh. in like a midwestern town, because you're always looked at as the weirdo. But you're like, "Why do you believe this stuff? I don't See, understand." I think this would be a hilarious sitcom imagine mm. like dairy girls but you know atheist in the bible yes belt. it's a comedy it man. is a comedy this is a, this is a great sitcom. who do we need to call about these things like, I don't at least know, two man. or three ideas right now because it's a fucking it's a weird time because i mean you drive through iowa kansas yeah. any of those you'll see the uh, no abortion signs you'll yeah. see the like god is the way the, the first time uh i drove a buddy to st louis and we we're driving through oklahoma i think it was mm-hmm. where that humongous cross yeah Yep. There's the also first a time, humongous yeah. pioneer lady somewhere no, in Oklahoma, yeah. too. <laughs> no, the, the humongous cross in Oklahoma. Yep. I was like, because it was like the sun was coming up and I was like half asleep and we'd been driving all night. You're like, oh, like, look, God has arrived. And I was like, did God just land in a giant <laughs> yes, spaceship? Like, did. what the fuck is that? And I'm like, get away from it. It scared me. I was like, get away from it. Something's like, going to happen. Like, Jesus just around. came back. I don't want to be anywhere near this shit. And when I first saw that thing, like, it had just been right when, like, the cell phone towers thing. <laughs> had started being Jesus built and i was like is that just, like am i gonna get 4g from this thing like what the yeah. heck is that like, like people should be that. suspect of that thing it's like <laughs> giving off god better. fucking waves or something radioactive jesus. radioactive jesus oh <laughs> uh, but they go back to nell's house after discovering logan's gay and yeah. uh, that pastor yeah that, man is like, having some parties for some even kids. uh even iris or how the fuck should I, I don't know. Iris, 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 whatever. Even Iris was like, he's clearly gay. This doesn't make sense. You know, like, yeah. Logan is clear. I know. I'm like, y'all just like, it's so funny to me in movies. Where people are like, I can't believe they lied. Like, why? Why can you not believe? You don't know what, these people. At this yeah. point now, they go back to the farm and they realize, okay, all the lights are off again. Yeah. And they go in and they get those they uh, blood symbols everywhere. Yes. They can't find anybody. And like, oh shit, something, something's going down. And then you finally see what the shit that was going down. They're what? In that field? And they're in that field. And they're like walking out there. Cotton Marcus is leading them out there the whole time. Yeah. Daniel, like, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. And then I'm like, but you're still following them. And then it got closer. I'm like, turn off your fucking light. I know. I'm like, yeah. why is the light still on? They're going to see you already. Yeah. I mean, it's if you not, can hear them, they can yeah. see light yeah. through the trees. Yeah. And it's a dark fucking yeah. forest in the middle of nothing. So any light you're going to see like mm-hmm. immediately. Especially coming off the, from like the fire yeah. where they had, like you're going to be able to see your light. Your yeah. eyes and are going to yeah. be able to pick up. Yeah. That because they were walking like better. right, like perpendicular to them, yeah. like right to their yeah. side. It's like, you're not out of line sight at all. Mm-hmm. And then you finally get the reveals of, okay, what you thought you knew in this movie wasn't completely different because they have dad tied up to what, a tree. Is it a tree, a tree or, or cross? cross? I, I don't remember. remember. They haven't tied he's up tied up. He's yeah, tied yeah, up. It's he's hard bl- to see. He's tied up. He's blindfolded. You see Pastor Manley in a black and red robe, mm-hmm. and you see they have her on a on a table. And see, I think. Give the, him birth. <laughs> yeah, give him birth. 
Becky just takes me out of it, though. Like, I think for some Becky, reason... Becky, just she's, little midwife Becky yes, down there. Yes, little midwife, just, like, southern, mm-hmm. like, sweet old lady Becky. I'm just like, oh, come in on, her, dear. In just her black push robe. Now. Like, push now. Push now. Here we go, dear. Almost come on. There. Hail Satan. Here we go. I have a lambs from Ponos. And that's the other thing where you get the inclination. Okay, the drawings that she drew earlier are going to start happening because yeah. they show Cotton holding his cross up and, and that wasn't even that was that was his smoke one wasn't yeah, it? yeah. what is that gonna do yeah. man like i like how he's just like well okay everything's real might as well go out on my feet because yeah. at yeah, this point like, if i don't do something i ain't getting into heaven yeah well i think <laughs> i think he had a moment of like fuck like this is my like penance for all of my bullshit I yeah think he got- and you know warping the lines of evil because he does yeah. he does have a really good line in the beginning of it when they're talking and he's talking about how it's all bullshit he's like well if you believe in god then you have to believe in the devil if you believe in the devil you have, you have to, to believe, believe in, in demons, demons. Yeah. yeah and that equals cash for me it's basically what i got from mm-hmm. that because like you already there's already a instilled belief that all these things are in the bible and if you believe that yeah you, then you can't deny that i'm yeah. me as a religious person telling you that your child is possessed by this demon and it's going to cost 250 dollars for me to get him out yeah i think it was more than that because oh yeah kind of i'm sure it was it was a lot oh, of yeah money. it was a lot of money but I'm just well saying, and like, i think too like he had already kind of not so much had a, a break in his psyche but he was like okay i'm gonna go pray because i think when he, before he does the second exorcism you see that shot of him outside yeah, in the rain yeah. and he's praying and i think more is like oh the fuck to do yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like i'm in over my head yeah it's i think that's the one realization is like i've been bullshitting through all of this for so long that now that i actually have to do it it's like yeah and i think he at that point he had seen so much of nell's like Ooh, yeah. actual like, she killed the cat at that point yeah. she had been making those baby crying noises yeah. and the other uh, other voice yeah the other voice she was just in her room on top of the thing at some but point I think, but i think to your point paul how he said that earlier if you believe in god you have to believe in this and you have to believe in that and i think that's when everything slowly started hitting him it's like oh shit yeah. well i think yeah he does have that moment where he has like that real crisis of um, almost it's a crisis of faith but it's a crisis of like shit should i have faith because all this stuff starts to look real yeah and then when he goes into that second exorcism i think that's why it was such a relief for him when she's like the blowings job or yeah. whatever yeah. and he's like yes she's just crazy fuck i can finally oh, thank, god, yeah. thank god all right god all this religion shit still still bullshit yeah. thank you all yeah right. but when he sees but then, yeah but then when it's like oh shit there's a demon right baby because he was like that's not human yeah because yeah. that's his line like he's just like that is not human well, yeah, you see the little thing, yeah. and you're like, yeah. "What well, is?" And then they put it in the fire, really and the fire, the fire goes up, and I was like, "Ah, eh, shit!" And I mean, right. hey, if you're gonna go out, and you're like, "Hey, you know what?" And he just walks into the fire. He's just yeah. like, "Fuck it, man! Like, I'm gonna do this. Gonna try, I guess. I don't know." So apparently, there is a sequel to this movie. Is I there? Did yes, there I did see that there is a sequel, and I'm like, I wonder what happened. I doubt that he's in it. I haven't looked at anything. In it. I yeah. doubt. And I wonder where they take the story or if it's just completely some other, mm. you know, story that's I kind saw of a little paralleled. bit of it and it just says it's her older and like college really? years or whatever it may be. Oh, mm. Interesting. I'll have to I wonder check if that Caleb's out. still around because we see Caleb uh, giving Daniel Caleb his takes due. Those, yeah. Yeah. Caleb takes Daniel out. Yeah. Caleb makes that drawing come true. Yeah. And what, what is she using for the blood? Because her blood in those pictures was spot on. Like uh, it was all drippy. I just, I just took that. I'm like, that's just uh, something she killed. Because the, yeah. the other <laughs> thing too, when, he, when they first get there and the dad is like you know my bull a couple of goats and chickens i'm like is the devil just having a fucking barbecue at night yeah, like you're hungry. all asleep and he's like fuck it i'm gonna smoke some yeah. smoke some beef out here i'm gonna have some goat cheese in that big field that nobody has yeah. anything to do with <laughs> make some moonshine <laughs> but that was iris or iris whatever gets cut up she does because she you, gets yeah, like chopped up a few times by the the town's people yeah. i don't even know what you would call them i guess just town's the cultists the, the cult. cults the yeah. cultists the cult yeah that were abducted by aliens. I think it would have been funny <laughs> to see. From uh, the gates of hell. It would have been funny to see one of the people there uh, from the gas station. That was right. like, I told you the cults meet over. Told you, cult right here. I told yeah, you I wasn't lying. It. Like I wasn't lying. You gates of me. hell. I told you right here. See if the Hello? fire is yeah. gates of hell right here. Yeah, <laughs> and then the aliens land in the back. Oh, there they are. God, you're, you're supposed to get Tuesday. It's Wednesday. Well, no, maybe the fire was to let the aliens know we were ready for them. Yes. So we were just yes. bringing them in. It was, it was their flare. <laughs> yeah, it's the landing yep. zone. Here we go. Just, just them there next to the fire. Don't, uh, don't land on top of Avalanche. If you live in the southern United States, 
Is it as fun as we assume it is? <laughs> I have questions. Define fun. Because I mean, <laughs> exactly. everything that we say is fun is like, like that's probably the thing that they're the most like, like oh, damn it, we're not like that. Well, Please. and they also have the tornadoes and yeah. hurricanes and alligators in some parts y'all got it rough sand, move sand <laughs> fleas is that a thing i don't That's know thing. sand crank. i do no love the shot thing. that they had of the alligator in the little swamp I'm like oh mm, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah they're in a quick one my in friend used to live in florida and she's like they are everywhere they're just in ditches and anything so if you go to florida don't get eaten by an alligator <laughs> watch out but that was the last exorcism from 2010 Yes. I enjoy that film. I like the backstory, the lore. I love everything yeah. about it. I really like when they give you details without going too much into exposition or backstory. I like exposition when it takes you along for the ride. Oh, yeah. Because everything gets slowly revealed rather than all at once. Yeah. And plus, you don't have to... It's not like you're studying for the second yeah. half of the film, too. Yeah. And that's what I feel some some films get wrong about, yeah. you know, their story. I think, yeah. I think there's too many times where film... It's like you stick to the... To the you know the basic setup of rising action, falling action, climax, and yeah. it's like you just build up to it with no like twists or turns or like this movie really had you guessing, and I yeah. think that's the one thing that I think most people don't like about found footage is besides the fact that you know it's the found footage bullshit, and I think I think you brought it up too uh, last week or so when you're like when when they stop doing the found footage POV thing yeah. and then it's like it becomes a real movie and then the camera's yeah, like its own entity out, yeah. now and yeah. I'm like I hate when they do that too and I think this one um, above all it gives you that whole sense of where are they going with this because it's like you know having been a fan of horror movies you know we're often not surprised by endings yeah. anymore yeah we know where things are going we know like so when you're actually surprised by something or it's like oh okay let's get, keep me guessing they weren't going where i thought it's they yeah. were yeah. you know it's a nice fresh yeah nice it, it's a good it's a good time when you're actually like pleasantly surprised and you know things are twisted and you know that you didn't expect yeah, yeah. i think my the thing that really drew me in the first time i watched this is that first false ending yes. when they're at the hotel and they're like all right good night we got good footage today and then like you obviously you know because it's like half yeah. an hour into yeah because you're you like know. where do they go from here yeah you're like what else did they do are they gonna do another exorcism like, what but like yeah. when they just draw you right back into her story with just the creepiness of nell and her yeah, character yeah. and you're just like okay i'm into this and and again, it's not full of stupid expectations for the characters because when Nell shows up, they're just like, fuck it, let's go to the hospital. Yeah. We got to get to the hospital. She needs help. And yeah. Cotton the whole time is like, Nell needs help. Nell, you know, he's not trying to be, uh, what is what is the word? He's I'm not trying about? to be a, a con man at that point. Yeah, he, he's like, really he's, he is really concerned does care. for Nell. And I think they did a great job of, you know, including his son and the whole medical issues in the yeah. background. And then when the wife talks about the, the exorcism, the, the, the autistic boy that they killed, you mm-hmm. know, or whatever, yeah. like that whole thing. I think it does a really good job setting it up to be like, look. And, and the fact that when he finally goes there and he's like, shit, I didn't know it was a girl. I don't like, yeah. I don't like doing kids, you know, like. I think that, you know, kind of adds to it, you know, it's because I mean, at, at the ultimate, you know, at the ultimate point of the of his character is, you know, he is a father yeah. with a child with medical issues. And, you know, he wants, you, you know, he, he knows what it's like to have someone with mental, either mental health problems or medical problems, you know, that, that having a kid that's at a disadvantage and, you know he's he's a completely an opinion that you know it's not real it's bullshit and i'm going to show you how it's bullshit yeah, yeah. and that way hopefully cause somebody whole, else can be saved yeah, everyone yeah. can be saved after this well and even when he's talking about just doing the exorcisms and saying i don't believe in this but if it helps other people yeah. if yeah. they believe in it then i can see the good in it and i'm like okay and, and i i don't believe in religion but that's I understand religion because that's kind of the same thing. Like if it helps you get through the day, it helps you get through the day. But like, I, I always liked his approach to it because he is kind of battling internally, but at the same time, he just wants to do good. Like he's yeah. not doing this to be gross. He's yeah. doing, I this. mean, he does make money off of it. And yeah. He does even have that line. He's like, I don't believe in it. And I think it's bullshit, but 
if that's what they need to get over their issue for it to you know in their mind yeah. that the demon yeah, so is gone if that's what makes them better and then i can buy I, my son a new yeah. hearing aid then yeah. when yeah, when? It's, yeah. it's like why not like if, if it gives them peace of mind gives me a living for my child yeah, and you know. so maybe that's what i really dug about this is it shows kind of that internal struggle of his yeah because i mean it, it it is i mean all parents have that versus do i do the right thing or do i do the thing that i can get my child this thing right now yeah like, yeah and the, and i think the fact that it was that he wasn't just a con man yeah because the fact that they gave him you know he was doing the con but he was doing this last one to expose the mm -hmm. con and you know he was a father and you couldn't always blame him for the con because he had been indoctrinated yeah. into it like his yeah. father had basically set him up to be this the rest of yeah because even yeah. when he's talking to the dad he's like uh how many exorcisms do you think you've done he's like probably over 150 mm -hmm. and i was like 150 cash paying exorcisms yes exactly because his dad is doing this fully believing in the lord right yeah. like yeah. we just assume that but he's still taking the money yeah and those fucking uh religious toolkits yeah. that he had had to have come from somewhere oh, yeah. i mean cotton wasn't the first one to, yeah. to you know make this shit or find this shit i mean there's no way yeah so, so this film definitely plays with you know uh who the villains are oh, yeah. and who the oh, good yeah. guys are a lot and kind of keeps you guessing the whole time which is a fun ride so yeah, i think this movie it, yeah it was good like i mean like what you guys have said it's one of those movies to where because it's found footage you think it's going to be one way yeah. And I think the main thing I appreciated about it is, okay, it flips everything. It keeps you guessing, and it's a nice change of pace from what we're used to. Because usually with found footage movies, you're like, okay, you can figure it out and yeah. what's going to happen. Yeah, but with easily. this one, yeah, you can figure them out. But this one, it was just like, okay, you get all, like you were talking about, Andrew, you get the exposition where it slowly gets revealed, and it just benefits everything. Because it's like, okay, this is where you think it's heading, but then you get the flip. Yeah. yeah this then, one had a lot of layers. Yeah. It had a lot of good layers and to the point and to the point of it is it just kept you on your toes to where you're like, Okay, where's it gonna end up and where's it gonna go? Mm -hmm. And that's what I appreciated about this movie is again, it could have been that easy cookie cutter found footage movie, but it did it a lot better than most. And I agree with Paul that this one just got lost in the shuffle because you had a whole bunch of them that were coming out. And I think at this point, what, 2010, a lot of people were starting to get sick of the found footage yeah, movie. Yeah, it was yeah. definitely, especially, yeah, because the, the Blair Witch was 99, and that really revitalized yeah. the found footage. And, you know, 10 years, 11 years out, you're like, you're, you've got a whole decade of mm -hmm. found footage, and you're kind of getting tired of it. Yeah, but that's that's the thing I appreciate about finding movies like these, is that you yeah. find the movies that were lost in the shuffle because, okay, you get a plethora of whatever that, whatever is hot at the moment. Yeah. Like, we've had vampire movies we've had zombie movies we've had werewolf movies and you see all these come out and then you finally find the one that's like okay this one got lost in the shuffle and i'm glad i found this one and i'm glad i got to see it because otherwise i would have just thrown it away with along with all the other movies that were along that came out at that time mm -hmm. and this one i feel is like one of those to where it's the one that got lost in the shuffle that if you haven't seen you need to go see yes there's only one criticism I have about this movie. What is it? And it's and it's because it is a found footage movie, but it's like, how do you see the footage? Yeah. Yeah. That like one where falls does it come from? Yeah. That one it. falls to this one. It's like, and it, and I think this one, it's like, okay, look, we know, and you know, it's it's one of those things that it's a plot hole technically, but it's yeah. like, you know, it, willing suspension of disbelief on this yeah. movie. Because you're like, it's the a great ride. The cult submitted it for yeah. documentary like, to the a, Oscars. They're like, we, well, we need money. You know? mm. <laughs> I mean, hey. This is the greatest documentary ever. Look at all the shit we just They can credit oh. Iris and Daniel. There you and go. Like, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Posthumous awards <laughs> yes. for their filmmaking. <laughs> but that was The Last Exorcism from 2010. It is a great movie. You should check it out. Uh, but that, I believe, is all for this episode. We'll be coming back next week with Jennifer's Body from 2009. Starring What's-Her-Face and What's-Her-Face. Amanda Seyfried and Megan and, Fox. And, uh, there you go. And uh, young Neil. And Chris Pratt. <laughs> Chris Pratt for a bit. And J.K. Simmons randomly. Randomly. And the yes. other guy that plays a douchey band guy. There you go. Oh, I don't yeah, know anybody's that's name, that's right. apparently. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah we're going to talk about this. Yeah. Moment, that, <laughs> this is going to be a fun one. Right? Yeah, but you guys can check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can support us on Patreon. We're going to patreon.com backslash scary nerd. You can find more horror entertainment news at scarynerd.com. And we will see you next week. Anything else, guys? See you soon. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. <laughs>